You're listening to the Home Run Podcast from the Holmes Glen Radio and TV students at Chadston. Catch our radio show Wednesdays from 1pm on 88.3 Southern FM. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter and make sure to check out our website at www.hitsradio.com.au. Oh, wow. Welcome to The Home Run. I'm your host, Patrick Marinan, and today it's just me and Chase Mantel in the studio today. Very exciting. Tarina couldn't. Tarina's uh, down at the Royal Melbourne Show, and Tom is off fighting monsters, but I'll get into that later. Um, it's just me hosting today, so get used to it, because you're going to be hearing my voice. If you don't like it, tune out now, please. I'm begging you. Uh, we've got a really great show coming up. We've got... Um, Patrick's interview with Alex Lowe. I'm Patrick. Alex Lowe is a comedian. He's a really good friend of ours, and he's got a gig coming up we're going to tell you about. Uh, sports segment from Tom and Tarina calling in from the Royal Melbourne show. She can tell us all about that. And then we got a brand new game show, Troll or Grohl. Dave Grohl's quotes, or is it a mystery? We'll tell you that later with my heavy metal fan, Chase Mantel, who's also my uh, producer for today, and he's looking at me with a nice little look. But to bring up the show, we've got Promises from Calvin Harris. Listen to it now, boys. You're listening to Home Run on Southern FM 88.3. I am your host, Patrick Marin, and here today with Chase Mantel, my producer, my lovely, beautiful producer. Uh, today, we're going to talk about... Because um, me and Chase just recently went to the Brownlows, which happened on Monday, if you weren't watching television. And then we're going to tell you about some hit TV stuff and some stuff I'm working on, some air dates. But let's quickly get into uh, the Brownlows. We were there for a hit TV segment, um, which will be um, airing on Channel 31 in October. Uh, I got the uh, fantastic privilege to interview a couple of football stars, but what's incredible is, ladies and gentlemen, I uh, grew up on watching other people love football, and I I never really got into it, but I kind of, it was like a faraway world that I marveled. I knew Nathan Buckley. That was a name that I knew. So when kids went up to me and went, hey, Pat, hmm, uh, uh, what do you know about football? I always went, oh, well, Nathan Buckley's uh, just a fantastic player, and uh, yeah, you know, what else is there to say? And they would always be like, oh, Pat's a good, Pat's a good one. But in reality, I was lying. <laughs> it was fantastic. It got me out of so many beatings. Um, so so when I went to the Brownlows, I kind of took it upon myself to I'd joke around. Would you say that's right, Chase? Yes. You'll see, yeah, you'll see it in, in the segment, definitely. Yeah. We, um, I got to meet Scott Penelbury, captain of um, uh, Collingwood Magpies. And what's funny enough is I brought up a fact. I brought up a commercial that he was in, Dynamic. Uh, where he called himself a dynamic ambassador. And in the commercial, he didn't look like he really wanted to be in it. And I brought that up to him. I introduced him. I was like, here we are with Scott Penelby, dynamic ambassador. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, radio is a uh, audio medium. But if you could see the look on his face when I said that, it w- he wasn't pleased. <laughs> I think I may have... Uh, I may have uh, May have uh, ticked him off. I may have ticked off Captain of the Magpies. Chase, you were there. What do you reckon? It's not a good time to be uh, famous because the internet means that nothing is uh, nothing is forgotten. Yeah. So he thought those days were behind him, and then you kind of ruined his spirits. Oh, which come be on! Fun, which would be fun to see when it comes out. He's about to win the grand final. He needs a bit. Of, he needs to take down a peg. That's true. That's true. But he'll be taking down the ultimate peg. Like if they don't win, this is a big deal. He's on. He's on shaky ground now. I'm glad I didn't say it. Put it that way. <laughs> well, look, I doubt I'm going to run into Scott Penderbury, but if Scott, Pen- if Scott, if you're listening, I'm so sorry I brought up <laughs> Dynamic. And then we ran into Nathan Buckley. Now we were waiting all night for him. We were the last. We were one of the last film crews to set up a pack up rather. And Nathan Buckley came in late, and um, he, I, I, I yelled his name out. I said, Nathan, can we get a que- can we get a question in for Channel 31? He was like, uh, uh, not really. Uh, well, fine. What's your question? He wanted to leave. He did not want to talk to me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, he was not into it. And I just brought up the fact that in high school, I kn- no, in primary school, I knew his name, and it got me out of beatings, and he was like, oh, yeah, cool, mate. 
My hair was a little bit scruffy, ladies and gentlemen. I looked a little unkempt. He might have thought I wasn't even from Channel 31. He might have thought I just broke in. So I understand his, uh, what's his word, his reserves. Mm. But that was really great. I got, I, I got, I got dismissed by Nathan Buckley. I couldn't have, I couldn't have written how funny it looked. Chase was there. I turned around. Chase smiled at me. He gave me the thumbs up, and I, I think it's going to turn out to be a fantastic segment. But that was us at the Brownlows. Um, let's move right along to what have we been up to? Hit TV news. We are currently. Uh, in production, we have filmed two episodes of Hit TV, episode one and episode two. Episode one with Jesse Caesar and Maddie Hull as the host, and then episode two with me, Matt Malloy, uh, being the host. It was a really, really fun shoot. We got through them. They were pretty tough, but um, we all came together, and it's. I reckon I'm really excited about episode two because I got to be a big part of it, and I think people are going to love it. I'm excited about episode two because I, I, was, I was part of it, you know, so oh, I like that one. Yeah. Well, what I mean by that is... <laughs> I am quite attached to quite a lot of stuff that happens in episode two, and I really hope it resonates with the audience, is what I'm saying. I think every show we produce is gold. All right, and uh, just telling you guys that uh, Hit TV starts Friday, 26th of October, 5 p.m., repeating on Saturdays. Coming up next, we have our interview with Alex Lowe's. I catched up with him a couple of months ago talking about comedy, some of his techniques, some of his past experiences on YouTube and on stage, and um, we got some really funny stuff out of him. He's a good friend of ours. You'll be hearing from him a bit bit more later on down the track. Alex Lowe's, welcome to the interview. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited for this. So, I want to get right into it. I'm I'm very keen to get right into it. Do you think there's a correlation between musicians and stand-up comedians in terms of that raw expression? Yeah, I mean, music and comedy. I've, I've been to music gigs that feel like comedy shows. I've been to comedy gigs that feel like music shows. I mean, so comedy is a lot about, like, comedic tension. Mm-hmm. And that's a very different type of energy to just the high frantic energy that you get at a rock concert. How much Australian comes out in your act? Do you think you are an Australian stand-up or do you reckon you can go anywhere? I think you don't notice your Australianisms until you go on a sort of world stage. So, like, I guess I wouldn't be able to tell in my, like, personal act whether... I have Australianisms in there because that's just to an Australian local audience. Whereas if I like filmed one and put it online, then you'd notice all these like little jokes and like the way I speak is very sort of niche humour to that very inner Melbourne Australian audience. Or how much do you reckon would change if you grew up in a whole different place? The Australian humour, I feel like New York... American humor and it's it's very like generalizing here but like American humor is very sort of loud and bombastic and in your face and there's like America as a country um and that's not like a bad thing at all like they're they're both got different characteristics that make watching comedy from different places so much more interesting but I feel like Australia doesn't quite have that much of an established sort of personality with our humor just because there's so many different I mean obviously you've got like the the ochre comedy scene that's sort of like almost like bogany like Australian humor of the, the the good a mate guy like a lot of comedians they have a very established persona that they won't break out of someone like bo burnham for instance is someone who i get compared to a lot that's so interesting that you bring that up because that's my very next question oh, wow. um what are your thoughts on inspiration and, and plagiarism because your set especially the musical stuff yeah has a lot of the same charm as burnham <laughs> and bo burnham as for those you don't know plays on a piano makes jokes makes musical songs and alex um is also very good at that and his stuff is great but what i find interesting is are you ever discouraged by um 
um, wanting to emulate your heroes. Did were you ever like I've I've reached a point where so I'm stepping on someone else's territory? Or oh, did totally. You think- I mean, everything I ever write, like I'm like cripplingly in self doubt. It's like a total like pretentious tortured artist cliche, but I do get a lot of self doubt about my stuff, as everyone does about stuff that they make. Um, so I'll be always looking like if I write a song, I'll be watching like make sure Bo Burnham hasn't done this before. Make sure Tim Minchin hasn't done this before because it is like musical comedy is a whole genre that isn't fully explored. So hmm. if you go on a set with nine other regular comics and you're the one musical one, people will be like, oh, it's the the gimmick comic, the guy who has the piano yeah do you think every class clown is destined to do stand-up and what i mean by that is when you're growing up in high school you meet funny people who don't necessarily do comedy because you have i know funny people Mm -hmm. who will never work in comedy so the class clowns the the stand-up competition all their promotional material is like oh where have you got a class clown in your class have you got like a and a class clown being like like the prankster or the whatever in the class the loud bombastic one who's always like the class clown stereotype and that's what they sort of promote in their taglines but i have found in my experience at least a lot of the people who do class clowns are actually maybe the quieter one in the class who who don't talk as much and i feel it's sort of interesting that not necessarily the people who are the big loud funny person in a social context will be like that might not necessarily translate to stage it could translate to stage in some cases there's people who are very funny in real life who will then be very funny on stage but it doesn't always work well you do come from the online world and i find that incredibly interesting because can you tell me the difference between performing on stage and performing online in terms of criticism oh criticism you cover a lot more like crap online from people mm, but like, the but the heckling online isn't the same as say someone calling you um calling you out while you're on stage it's not the same but i think i think a common misconception is people think that online comments because there's like there's no you don't know who this person is it's an it's an anonymous thing that makes it not as bad as if someone were to heckle me in person on stage Mm. like it feels horrible the first time but 99% of the time the other members of the audience will be on my side whereas if you're online someone could type a hateful comment that comment could get a few likes you're, you're projecting to a wider audience you're projecting to the whole world and so not necessarily if someone puts one hateful comment, you're not going to get people in to defend you. There's just going to be more people liking that comment. Thank you so much, Alex Lowe's. Uh, it's been great. Thank you. See ya. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Hit Radio. Oh, there you go. That was my interview with Alex from like 17,000 months ago. But here's what's updated and new, guys. We got Comedy Island October 6th at Luna Park. Alex will be performing there from... 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock with some other great comedians, Matt O'Kine, Sam Simmons, Sammy J, Daniel Walker. Guys, I highly recommend you go there. It's on the October 6th at Luna Park. I don't know they did stage shows at Luna Park, but it makes sense. Right, Chase? Look, that's just... It's not making it less interesting. It's making it more interesting. This is adding other stuff. And the fact that we can still go... 
I didn't know they did that at that. That means it's a really cool place to go. That smile, that smile is laughing. We thought it was gasping. Hello, my guy. This is Chase Mantel, and you're listening to Home Run. Welcome back to Home Run. That was Taylor Swift with 22. And I'm Tarina, and I'll be filling in for Tom's sports segment on Home Run today. In AFL news on Monday night, a chance for wives and girlfriends, as well as some of the players who are a bit more out there, like Jason Johannesson, to dress up, have a bit of fun, and see who will take home the most prestigious individual award in the whole of AFL on Brownlow night. The night finished with Hawthorne guard Tom Mitchell finishing on 28 votes and taking home the Brownlow, while surprise runners-up steel side bottom from Collingwood Football Club and Angus Brayshaw from the Mighty Demons rounded out the top three. Over the weekend, we saw West Coast Eagles and the Collingwood Magpies book their position for the big dance and will battle it out to see who will be the 2018 Primers and hold up the cup on grand final day. Brett Rosebury Sean Ryan and Matt Stevick have been handpicked to umpire this year's AFL Grand Final in what will be an absolute cracker. Also, in NRL news, the Melbourne Storm will be in their ninth Grand Final since joining the league in 1998 as they take on rivals from New South Wales, the Sydney Roosters. If the Storm win this Sunday, they will become the club with the most premierships in the league with four. Lastly, in EPL news, after six matches, Liverpool are on top of the table with an undefeated record and yet to drop a single point in an impressive year thus far. Watford is a surprise of the league, sitting fourth on the table ahead of powerhouse clubs like Tottenham, Arsenal and Manchester United. Eden Hazard leads the way in scoring five goals in just six games, helping his team to a comfortable third position at this point in the season. And that's it for Home Run Sports News. Yes, that was the sports news filled in by Tarina, saving Tom's life. Thank you so much, Tarina, for that. And yes, you were just listening to 22 by Taylor Swift. Now we're going to be going on to some sponsors, but, but, but after that, we have Tarina calling in from the Melbourne show. Now, I wanted to quickly talk about um, the fact that we've got actually a, a grand final coming up. My dad is so excited, and so is my on all my uncles and grandfathers. They've all been gone here the last week because they all love dumb Richmond. But my dad is a Collingwood supporter, and he has been really into it. Chase, do you know anything about this? Do you have any hype? No, because Hawthorne got kicked out. Oh, so, well, well, we don't care anymore. Are you mad? Are you, are you feeling upset about it? Or are you, is it just like a content phase you're in? No, look, okay. So I know a lot of people are really excited that Hawthorne got kicked out and that we're, we're not going to be going on to the grand final. But I just want you to know that nothing's, gonna, nothing's going away. We are rebuilding. And I believe Hawthorne got heaps of final experience in the different divisions of the AFL. Mm. Right? We got some, uh, some VFL wins. I believe we got... I believe Boxell got up and got some success in the final series as well. Well, that makes the paper. Yeah, exactly. Everywhere I look, we've got Hawthorne... Uh, Hawthorne Division's doing really well. Great. Well, good for you. Good for you, man. <laughs> I'm so glad you got those divisions and those NFL stuff. Meanwhile, the grand final... Oh, actually, you know what? Um, Some of our crew, some of our teammates from um, our radio show are actually at the grand final um, parade right now. Now, we've got our co-anchor, Tarina, on the phone from the Royal Melbourne Show. Hello, Tarina. Can you hear us? Tarina, is that you? It is. Tarina's here! Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, Tarina, Tarina uh, you're from the Royal Melbourne Show, is that correct? Yes, I'm down here at the Melbourne Show. How's it going? It's pretty busy, but it's pretty awesome. There's heaps of rides, heaps of show bags. Now, you're there filming a hit TV segment, is that correct? That's correct. Uh, we're filming a segment on the show bags. This is a 100-year anniversary of selling show bags at the Melbourne Show. 100-year anniversary? That's insane. Wow. A hundred years. Not many people know it, though. Well, yeah, I, I would have thought that was just like a general... <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not like a common street fact. Did you know it's been going for a hundred years? What have you seen at the Royal Melbourne Show, Tarina? 
Um, well, mostly we've been looking at the uh, the show bags, and we've just made it out to the rides now. So I think the boys are going to have a go on the Dodgem cars, and we'll film that and get that for the segment. Oh, good. And the boys are, and the boys include who? Uh, Matt. Hal, and we've got Madison down here, and also Max is here. He came along. Oh, good. So we'll have Max, Matt, and Madison on the hit TV segment going on the bumping cars. That'll be great, which is airing October on Channel yep. 31. That's it. Any animals? Have you seen the animals? That's what I'm really interested in, Tarina. We haven't yet. We haven't got to the animals yet. You're That's kidding next. me. Where are the peas? We're, we're on our way there. All right. Well, well, you'll have to send us all an email about the piggies and the sheepies and the, I don't know what else, the lammies. Well, you I, can watch it. You can watch it on Channel 31. Exactly. You know what? You just got me. Watch it on Channel 31 if you want to see them interact with some cute lambs and also cute sheep. All right, Tarina, thank you so much for calling us. We're going to move on. Thank you. Thanks, Pat. See ya. Bye. The most important part of the show has arrived. It is Grawl or Troll. And we are playing with my friend Chase Mantel today. He is a rock band enthusiast, as I would call it. Chase, how are you today? Well, I'm I'm worried now because now I have to do well. Yeah, that's and great. earlier I didn't have to. You that's just great. be like, he's just a random he's just a random host. He doesn't he doesn't know much about this, but we thought we'd scare him and give him a quiz that he couldn't possibly win. But now you've talked me up and there's a little bit of hatred there. Just a little bit. Dave Grawl. Drummer of Nirvana, lead singer, guitarist of the Foo Fighters. Yes. He says a lot of things. That's true. That's true. He says a lot of things in his time. He has quite a mouth on him. Chase is a big megastar fan of Dave Grohl, so I thought it would be a good time to quiz him on it. Now, I've got a bunch of quotes on my paper here, Chase, that I prepared days before this, and um, I want you to tell me if it's Grohl or Troll. Uh, theme music would play if I had planned. So, troll, does that mean so we're, tell- we're trying to work Dave out Grohl. if it is Dave Grohl saying the quote or, or if, if it's isn't. someone else? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, you ready? I am so ready. It's your voice. Cherish it. Respect it. Nurture it. Was that Grohl or troll? Okay. And you have to answer with Grohl or troll. So, I did a segment on him recently and had to look up a lot of him talking. So, I know for a fact that is Grohl. Correct, that is Grohl. God, ding, ding, God. ding, ding. Now, the first one was a little bit easy because I want to lean you into this, so that's yes. one point to chase. Need confidence. All right, you ready? We're keeping track of the points? Oh, God. That's one. Here we go. My diarrhea once caused a riot in Japan. Was that Grohl or Troll? Jeez, I really want him to have said that. I think it's Troll. It was Grohl. Oh, no, what a no, shame. No. That was Grohl. Well, I win either way because that's that's just what an epic <laughs> cro- what an epic quote for him to say. All right, next one coming up. Live as if you were to die tomorrow. No way. That's troll. That's troll. There's no that's troll. You really think so? I'm locking it in. That is troll. You sure? Is it your final answer? I can give you a yes. chance to repeat. I can give you a chance to go back if you want. There is no there is no going back in life, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's troll. Yeah, it was Gandhi who said that. Hey, thank you. <laughs> You set me up for failure. You're a terrible person. All right. I didn't realize tea had caffeine in it. After eight cups, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. He did have an experience where he had to. He was getting heavy. He was having chest pains, and he had to go to the doctor to work out what was going on. He thought something was going on with his heart, and the doctor was like, uh, "You exercise, you do all these things." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I don't. I, I play in a band. I don't. I don't have any problems with that." And he's like, uh, do, you, do you drink tea or coffee? And he's like, yeah, I drink a lot of coffee, like a, like a memeable amount of coffee. <laughs> and he's like, that's your problem. You need to stop. There's too much coffee. You're not. That's not good for you. So I reckon that was a Grohl quote. Correct. Ding, yes. ding, 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 ding. Look at you go. Thank you very much. All right. Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. If it doesn't make sense, <laughs> it's not true. Oh, he could have said it. He could have said it. But... I don't actually think 
That is a girl quote. I think it's a troll. Is that your final answer? Don't do this again. Is that your final answer? Don't Chase do this. Don't do this to me again. You get in my head and you, you make me. I don't doubt my. I'm assertive. I'll, I'm gonna it give is. you. I'm gonna give you. Quiet and down. Calm down. It's a small studio. I'm gonna give you. <laughs> I'm gonna give you ten seconds to reevaluate. I'm gonna give you the quote one more time. Yep. Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. If it doesn't make sense, it's not true. Think about how he talks about music. Think about how he talks about like backstage passes, like lying, lying in bands, dr- band drama, or, or if you're really like doing it legit, or if you're just using machines. Think about that. But he's not like you're throwing me off with the voice because you're not doing a growl voice. I think intentionally. What is this? Ro- is this? Are you doing a rock star voice? I'm is doing just a rock voice for the fans at home. A rocker voice. Ah, no. I, look, they say when you do multiple choice tests. This was very important when I was doing my tests in school they say when you do your multiple choice test your first answer is usually the right one you go with your gut it's 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 troll it's not growl it's troll that is a quote from judge judy you're right thank you what a right choice judge judy said that judge judy said that she said don't peel my leg and tell me it's raining if it doesn't make sense it's not true she has always has those um isms like that she's great like that you have just one uh growl or troll chase good work you got two grolls and you got one troll wrong. I think that's a. I think that's a sol- That's worth a golf clap. I brought a bunch of people in to clap with me. You ready? <laughs> oh, I'll be great. the other clap. That's great. Oh wow! <laughs> it's Radio Magic Chase. You don't have to ruin it right away. <laughs> I'm all about honesty here. When will the audience get to hear your Dave Grohl segment? By the way, I already heard it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, good for you. I'm glad. I'm glad you're such a big fan. Well, guys, um, I'd say that's about wrapping it up time. We're going to say goodbye. I'm Patrick Marin, and I have a really good time hosting the show by myself here with Chase Mantel, my little producer. It's all producer. He's actually like six foot seven. He's terrifying <laughs> in real life, I'll tell you. Imposing figure. Mm-hmm. Chase Mantel, Patrick Marin, and that's the end of Home Run. We're going to lean out with the news. Have a good day, everyone. That was the Home Run Podcast. You can check out the show live on 88.3 Southern FM. We are live on Wednesdays at 1pm. If you want more, you can connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And make sure to check out our website, hitsradio.com.au. Stay tuned for more.